1: to the Chicks podcast we're so glad that you guys are here for another episode I'm Maddie I'm Lauren and we just I feel like continue to sit in the little closet of, our, of ours and are so thrilled to be recording and just talking movies and today's episode we've got a lot going on but before we get that I just friendly reminder that you can find us on social media um our Instagram handle is Cinechics Podcast. It's been really fun to pull our um, podcast feed together because there's just so many different creative elements that we can use to inspire ourselves to have good conversation and hopefully inspire you to watch good movies.
0: Yes, so. while you're at it, rate and review on Preferably on Apple Podcasts, even if you don't listen on (laughs) Apple Podcasts, just because that's the easiest one to review, and it's how people find it.
1: Yeah. But listen on
0: whatever platform you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Really
1: just come back next week, you know? Yeah. We've
0: made it four. This is episode four.
1: Yeah. And people are listening. People! Shout out to our friends and our family that encourage us and, you know. Yeah. This random strangers that have obviously found found us, too. Somehow. It's been really fun. All
0: Um, right.
1: Well, today we're talking about Oscar nominations. Yeah. But before we get to Oscar nominations, Lauren, I went to the movies with my dad yesterday. We went to go see Uncharted, which we can talk about another time. (laughs) But I about jumped out of my seat. Also, we were in the IMAX theater, which...
0: So you literally jumped out of your seat. Like
1: IMAX watching something like Chef's Kiss when you get to sit in an IMAX movie theater. We sat like, in an IMAX ugh,
0: theater in a hot minute.
1: It was so nice, and there was like once again, like barely anyone there. So oh, the best! I could do my talking, and nobody would get upset. Because yes, everyone, I do. Talk she does movies. talk through movies. <laughs> <laughs> Can't confirm. But okay, so many good movies are coming out. Okay. Okay. The first trailer that came on the screen was for the new Batman movie, which. We all know the batman yeah we all know that batman is like my favorite superhero he can do no wrong i think every version every like actor that's played batman they get a free pass because i'm just gonna like it
0: can you name two actors that have played batman in the past without cheating
1: see that's just like a little rude for you to go down that rabbit hole because you know that i don't
0: you Peyton just said, well, yeah, people.
1: but you just said you'd give them a free pass. But even if they were a bad actor and I was like, wow, they can't act, I'd be like, they did a great job. Or, like, the cartoon Batman series that are like, bang, pow, I don't know, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, ugh! It's just, I like it. I like storyline. I love Joker as a villain. I love, I just, Batman you, you and like, Robin. You like I the, the Batman it. concept. Yes. But... I do know the actor that's playing the new Batman, and his name is Robert Pattinson.
0: Well done. And well I am done. not a
1: Robert Pattinson fan. I have liked very few things that he has done, but I am so dang excited for the new Batman movie.
0: So you wouldn't you wouldn't say you're a, a Twilight fan of Robert Pattinson's?
1: No, I couldn't care less no, about it. No, but Twilight.
0: when he plays the Batman.
1: A- immediate fan.
0: Why do we think it's called the Batman and not just Batman?
1: I don't know. That's neither here nor there. I would like to know. Okay, something that I noticed about this trailer. First of all, the trailer makes all of my, like, thriller, action-packed, like, juices. Oh, I was just, like, I, like, literally kept looking at my dad and being like, I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see this. But something that I noticed, I looked at him at the end, and I was like, oh, my gosh. They don't let you see who the villain is. Like, the entire trailer, you never see... Like you know that it's the Riddler because of the like question mark thing. Um, Like spoiler alert. Kept up with the comics. Okay, please. Okay, everyone. But you don't ever see him, and so I'm like, they really make it seem like it's like Batman versus the city. So I think that's gonna play a big element of it. Interesting. Nonetheless, it's something that I noticed about the trailer, which I f- find extremely intriguing. So it then, is intriguing. after the Batman, okay, okay, after the Batman trailer comes on, the next trailer that comes on is for the new Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick, which I'm just, I watched the first Top Gun with my friend Amy, and I really, like, gave her a hard time because I was like, I'm not going to like this movie, it's just going to be boring, and... It was kind of boring, but I also appreciate the way that it's shaped so many other movies. Why are you making that face at me? Because
0: the first time we watched Top Gun, you were with me. nuh Yes, huh. We watched Top Gun after you took prom pictures for your sister and her group of friends, and we watched it with our friend Derek at Derek's house. First of all, don't and name and drop you... on the podcast. It's fine. Derek, if you're listening, say hello. If not... It is what it is. Anyways, we were together, and you didn't pay any attention, and the film ended, and you said, that was a great movie. And I said, who was the main character? And you said, Tom Cruise. And I said, and what was his character's name? And you couldn't do it. So that was just like to say.
1: Well, so the first
0: time you actually paid attention, you were with Amy.
1: Yeah, Carry I don't on. remember that happening at all. <sighs> it's fine. But there's also some really good one-liners in the original Top Gun. Oh,
0: it's a great movie.
1: Yeah, it's a really good movie. Would you
0: like to know when the uh, Top Gun Maverick, the the one that's about to come out, was originally supposed to come out?
1: 2018.
0: 2020. Hmm. You, like, watch the trailer, or, like, the old trailer, and it's, like, in 2020, and I'm like, it's 2022. Oh, that's
1: funny.
0: They also had two of the stars of that movie do some sort of cameo in The Bachelor, like, three seasons ago. Oh, yeah. Because it was supposed to come out, and then it didn't, because, you know, COVID, COVID, um, but that's neither here nor there. But I agree, like, it, I'm really excited about that one
1: yeah and I'm a little nervous that it's like not really gonna be that good but it's like Tom Cruise but the trailer is a great trailer like if you just need something to entertain your time like the trailer is very well done
0: I'm just glad that Tom Cruise like it's still he's playing the character they didn't try and like get a new actor somebody else yeah Yeah. I also am excited about that he's still
1: young enough for it to make sense
0: but I feel like his age is also part of the plot line the trailer yeah. doesn't no, make it, it super clear about, like, what the main plot of it I is. I don't
1: remember what the line is that he said in the trailer, but it, like, made me and my dad laugh out loud last night.
0: I don't remember what it is either. I have watched it, but I don't remember but the line. But,
1: anyway. So, I'm really excited about that. And then, the next trailer. So, we had Batman, then we had Top Gun, then we had Morbius. Which, this was not the first time I've seen the Morbius trailer. I think the first time I saw the trailer I was with you. Okay, I remember yes. that. Yes. And I looked at you and I said, that's going to be a great movie. And you said, absolutely not. I will not see that. My dad said the same thing. He won't see that. So if there's any listeners out there that want to go see the Morbius movie with me...
0: I don't think I said I wouldn't go see it. I said that I wasn't thrilled about it. Because it looks very creepy.
1: It's so interesting. The idea... First of all, it's like clearly like a spin-off of the Batman concept. Like another concept... The concept
0: of it is fascinating. It's a Marvel movie.
1: Yes. But I feel like it's also like... What another version of Batman could be. However, that's not the interesting part to me. The interesting part to me is like this internal turmoil that the main character feels between like saving lives and taking lives. That I think is going to be very interesting to watch. Play yeah.
0: Out. So the premise is like the dude's a doctor, right? And yeah. then he like saves people, but then he like something happens and well, he gets he's, attacked he's by sick bats.
1: Himself. He has like a sickness, and so, so he, he heals like, tries with to bats. Heal himself because did we apparently. not learn
0: that bats don't do things for medicine with COVID?
1: This was probably before then. Just saying. Anyway, I'm really excited about it. I think it'll be really good. I think it'll be dark and twisty, and I'm I'm
0: indifferent about it. it. It just looks creepy.
1: And that trailer was probably the one that I was least excited about, just in terms of like what came on the screen. Because next, and I legit jumped out of my seat, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But there's a new Jurassic Park coming out, and I. Jurassic Park is another free pass for me. It is such a nostalgic movie. It's like... I feel like Jurassic Park was the first movie that I remember watching growing up and being like, I love movies. Like, sitting there with my brothers who, like, my older brother, shout out to my older brother, Coulter, loved dinosaurs. Did I love dinosaurs? Probably not that much. Did I love that the combination of dinosaurs and movies gave us something in common and like they'd come out and it was just like oh my gosh there's a false velociraptor on my screen and it was just uh like i just love Jurassic Park and i'm not the chris guy that plays in these movies whatever his name is chris pratt yeah whatever one of the chrises i i'm not saying that i think that this is going to be the best well acted movie but I'm very excited to watch dinosaurs take over the world. Now, that's, that's now really I will where say I stand.
0: they have the casting of it appears to be good. So despite your feelings on Chris Pratt as an actor, I struggle to see. I like Chris see, Pratt as an actor. I just struggle to see him as anything other than Andy, Andy from Dwyer. Parks and Rec. Yeah.
1: but like here, here or there, I think that they could put in a terrible actor into Jurassic Park, and because it's Jurassic Park, I'm gonna like it.
0: Uh, yes, um, I have some spicy takes. Um, I've never seen a Jurassic Park movie.
1: That does not surprise me at all.
0: I just, you know, I've never seen them. I watched the trailer.
1: You have have Hallmark movies to watch Just was
0: not interested. It's very far-fetched to me about dinosaurs taking over the world. Also, this is called Jurassic Park Dominion, which just feels wrong.
1: But, like, if you go (sighs) back to the first one and you're like, okay, there's this giant, like, zoo park that you can go to and experience, like, putting... I don't know, what am I trying to say here? Like, like if you go back and watch the first one, I think it makes more sense. If you start at the newest one, I, I could see being confused and not loving it. The same way that you feel about Drew Barrymore and the girls from You Got Mail and Sandra Bullock and all of her chick flick movies is my nostalgic love for Jurassic Park. Like, it's the same thing. It's just channeled in a very different direction than your nostalgic love is channeled.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm open-minded. Yep. I'm just not as excited as you. Again,
1: I'm not saying that Jurassic Park Dominion is going to be the best movie of the year. But it's the Dominion. last one of the series, too. But I am just so excited. I'm going to see it with my brothers, I'm sure. Like, it's going to be a whole family affair, which just, like, makes me excited to get the fam together. So, those were the trailers I saw yesterday, and I just, like, was very, very excited about all of them.
0: I have one trailer that I would just like to add. I did not see the movie yesterday. However, if anybody's seen the trailer... Now, not in the same, like, this excites me, but in, uh, this is either going to be kind of amusing or an absolute bust, and I'm leaning towards the latter, um, would be, it's called The Lost City, mm-hmm. and the casting of this is what really gets me, yeah, because 20, it stars... Right? Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, which is an interesting combination to begin with. Yeah. But then you add in none other than Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe and Brad Pitt, and I'm just very intrigued. It Brad- looks pretty stupid, I'm going to be really honest, yeah. but I'm kind of intrigued.
1: Like the concept of like Brad Pitt and Daniel Radcliffe being on the same screen, like my brain almost cannot compute that.
0: Yeah, I was the first time I watched that I was like what is happening? Yeah i don't even know if i could fully explain the plot to you it's something about a treasure hunt she's a novelist i don't know anyway i'm intrigued i
1: feel like we could do an entire episode on like the ebbs and flows of channing tatum's career
0: oh 100 recently
1: also coming out with a dog movie yeah that just came out somebody does a dog movie i'm like are they trying to like save their career like are they plummeting like is this their last effort and now it seems like it it just it also gives me big jumanji vibes for whatever i wonder if the directors are similar
0: I don't know. I'd be interested to know. No. But yeah, so those are some trailers that we're intrigued, excited about. Oh, we'll keep you posted.
1: Wait. We should have a when whole Watching come out. party for Jurassic Park.
0: We'll be sure to do it. Do, do episode on it.
1: I think I'm gonna cry. I'm so excited. I probably won't, but that's okay. We gotta watch, have you watch the first one.
0: Yeah, I need to do some some backlog, but that's okay. I think it it's be good for you're me. gonna
1: feel the way I feel about like. Early 2000 rom-coms is how you're going to feel about Jurassic Park. You're not going to understand and you're going to be underwhelmed, but you should watch them anyways.
0: You know, it's fair. So. I'll watch them anyways.
1: All right. Speaking of other movies that were underwhelming.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so, so Mammy and I have different opinions on a lot of these things, as which is what makes this podcast fun. Um, but a couple weeks ago, they released the Oscar nominations. Now, the Oscars got pushed back a little bit. Normally, they're in, like, the end of February, but they're now at the end of March. I believe the correct date is the 27th of March. I could be wrong. But anyways, I get really excited about the Oscars. I just like the whole concept. I like watching people's dresses. I like trying to predict who's going to win. I treat it kind of like March Madness, uh, but Oscars in that front. So, they released the nominations a couple weeks ago, and so I... Thought it would be interesting to kind of touch on the ones that got nominated specifically for just best picture. Yeah, there's lots of categories, but these are this is like the the big one of. This is what everyone wins, and you have to watch the whole Oscars because they announce it the last two minutes, and then it's over. But which kind of and we have not seen all of these movies. No, I would personally I don't you you can disagree with me. I would like to make it a mission to watch all of them, so I feel like I can have oh, an yeah. opinion. Um, but we'll see.
1: Yeah. We've seen a good,
0: I was like, when it came out, I was like, I've actually seen a decent number of them comparatively.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I, yeah, we've seen the majority of these and I mean, I for sure want to see them all before the Oscars. I try to watch them every year. I think there's always like one outlier that's like, you have to pay $25 on this weird streaming service and it's like, okay, I didn't get to it, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess to start the conversation, I'm going to list all of the movies, and then I think we should each tell them what our least, most favorite and then least favorite is, and then we can kind of, like, work through them.
0: I like it. It's a good strategy.
1: So the list from, in alphabetical order, because Lauren keeps this really organized around here.
0: I did not do that. It was literally just how ABC listed it. I just like to put that out there. Did not notice that until you said it. Anyways.
1: So the Oscar nominations for Best Picture this year are Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story.
0: And I would say, like, a couple of these surprised me, but not many of them. And then some of them I was like, never heard of it.
1: Okay. Like, to me, there's there were just other movies. I don't know. what am I, What am I trying to say here? I don't know if there was other movies that came out this year that were better than these. I feel like there weren't that many great movies this year.
0: Well, there just weren't a lot of movies this year because everything got pushed back with, you know, right, pandemic. That's what I'm saying. And so I agree. But and I, I think what's interesting is, like, I will do my best to go through how to watch them. I don't know how to watch all of them, but we'll do our best. And, like, it, like some of them, like, it used to be, like, you had to go watch them in a theater, and now it's, like, there's several of these that never hit theaters at all, ever. Or they're Netflix. Like it was, like, Netflix, Netflix, Apple, like, which I think is interesting, and I think that's... It says something about like the movie industry and streaming. Yeah, for sure. Do we want to start with our least favorites?
1: Yeah, hit me with your least favorite. What is it?
0: Oh man, of the ones I've seen. So I've personally seen Coda, Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and West Side Story. So I've seen a lot of them. Least favorite is very hard because there are things that I like appreciate about it. (sighs) I. Overall, I would say my least favorite was probably Dune, which I know is, like, a s- hot take for some people. In my opinion, first of all, I do not like sci-fi. It was very hard to follow. I had no idea what was going on. Like, it ended, and I was like, I could not tell you anything that just happened in this movie. Yeah. Other than there was Timothy Chalamet. That's all I got. Sure. There were these weird worm things.
1: As there always is in Also,
0: sci-fi. it was just... <laughs> ridiculously long, yeah. like I watched it off HBO, and it was just excessive. Let's see if I can find the runtime of this movie. Like,
1: so question it 40, crawled. Yes. Do you yes. think that maybe any reason that you maybe didn't like this movie was the setting in which that you watched this movie? Nope, definitely do you, not. Do you want to make a comment about that? I have no comment <laughs> on that. You have no comment. No comment.
0: Hmm. I did Sketchy. watch. I've watched. Okay, I've watched part of it. Twice, like I've watched part of it or again. It's blushing. <laughs> <laughs> uh! Excuse my scream. Anyways, I can't find the runtime on it,
1: but can I, it was a very l- oh two hours and
0: movie? no, you cannot. Please. No. Why not? Because I don't want you to. Uh I watched it at a house. That's your. A house. That was not mine. She didn't watch it with me. With people I or didn't a female. know. Female.
1: She did not watch it with a female. <laughs>
0: I love this <laughs> i hate you uh, anyways back to what i was saying is it was a very long runtime. it was t- it was two and a half hours which i guess is like now common but it felt like it crawled
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i was like i like i've known people it's based on a book which normally i'm like read the book the book is way too thick and i did not want to read it yeah. so I don't know. I feel I like being way too it.
1: long was, like, the theme of most of these movies.
0: I feel like that's a theme of movies recently, and I do not like it. Yeah. Like, anything over two hours, you've lost me.
1: Yeah.
0: I think we need to bring back the 90 minute.
1: 90 minutes?
0: That's what they used to be. Just yeah. An hour and a half. Yeah. I can get them over two hours. You get over two and a half, and I'm like, I'm out.
1: Yeah, I can do 120 minutes. The two hour mark. It's the two and a half that I'm it's like. It's just the worst. need an intermission.
0: Yeah. Agreed. All right. Now that Maddie's embarrassed me, what is what is your least favorite on this list?
1: Well, to be clear, I didn't watch any of these movies with a boy. So, in case anyone was wondering,
0: I have seen. I that's a lie, but okay.
1: Coda. I haven't watched any of these with a boy.
0: Fine, fine. Continue.
1: Okay, I've seen Coda, Don't Look Up, um, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and West Side Story. So, Lauren's. The only one that Lauren has seen that I haven't is Dune, Um, which means we're both missing Belfast, Drive My Car, Nightmare Alley, and The Power of the Dogs. So we do have a little bit of work to do before the Oscars, and so we did do our simple due diligence of watching these trailers, but if I were to say what my least favorite is out of these, I would probably say Licorice Pizza. Um that this, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I I feel like it had really good potential, but I also like feel like I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, what exactly am I like what's what's happening here? You know? It like, was
0: the plot was very
1: Yeah, like
0: confusing. It's
1: basically about Alana, Elena, Alana and Alana. Gary. And yes. she's way older than him. Or a couple years older than him. It's like a
0: coming-of-age story, but there's, like, no plot to it.
1: Yeah, and it's basically, like, their, like, navigation. It's, like, his coming-of-age story of falling in love for the first time, but it's, like, almost from her point of view. Yeah. And, but it's, like, set in the 70s in California, and they, like, start a they like meet. They start a business together. He's kind of like this, like entrepreneurial teenage, like business guy that like has these big ideas. And he I think starts that, like a like, new
0: business like every yeah. Six and months. I think
1: she's attracted to his like drive, maybe. But it just like kept going and going and going and going and going and going and then it like never would end, and yeah, so. Yeah, like, I feel like if this movie was 90 minutes, or even, like, 75 minutes, it It was also long. And it had Bradley Cooper in it, right? But, like, for a
0: hot second.
1: And so that also, to me, like, uh, Bradley Cooper, like, the role that he played in it was confusing, and I feel like, like, had cross, like, parallels to the, okay, what's that, what's that Bradley Cooper movie with Lady Gaga in it?
0: Oh, A Star is Born.
1: Yeah, like, his character that he played in this was, like, kind of reminded me of the character that he plays in A Star is Born, but, like, not. So... This did get nominated for
0: Best, like, Director, which I do agree with. Like, it was well done. It just, like, there was no plot. Yeah. And it was just... It fell flat for me. Yeah. It just... it, It was also one that crawled.
1: It crawled. So I agree. Um... And, but it's interesting like the tomato meter you know on Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 91% was that critic or audience yeah, that's critic tomato meter is always the critic and oh, then audience right. score is 66 so that like, seems right to me that seems like i would score it about probably like a 66 um but and i could see for somebody that grew up maybe in the 70s and 80s how this would have like a big nostalgic like vibe to it but Yeah, yeah. I it was
0: it fell flat for me. Like I wanted it to be good, and I left, and I was like, there was I couldn't tell you what happened.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it made fourteen million.
0: Doesn't surprise me.
1: I think like to see it on this list did not surprise me. Forty million on it though,
0: and it made Mm fourteen. But it's nominated for best picture.
1: That's what What
0: well, did it make 14 in opening weekend or total?
1: It says box office gross USA.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: So, which doesn't seem like enough
0: money. No. Interesting.
1: So anyway. What was what, your favorite?
0: Oh, my favorite on this list. My personal favorite was Coda. So Coda is an Apple Plus um original. Uh, it stands... It kind of has, like, a dual meaning, which I'm all about the double meaning of... Uh, CODA stands for Child of Deaf Adult. And so, uh, she... The main character is hearing, and her other family members, so both her parents and her brother, are deaf. And so you have to pay very close attention, Mm -hmm. uh, because lots of it is in subtitles, because Mm -hmm. they don't speak. But it's also, like, she loves to sing, and, like, that's her passion. And so, um... Like, that becomes a big part of the story of, like, her, her family obviously doesn't understand because they can't hear the music. And so, like, Coda is also a musical term of, like, yeah you go back to this. So, it's, like, very symbolic. But it was just, I thought it was very well made. Like, the way, uh, I mean, the actors that played the characters who were um, uh, deaf... We're out, we're deaf in real life, so it was like, and yeah. the girl that played the main character like learned all this sign language, like it was just so impressive, and I thought she did like an incredible job. And I think if I'm correct, this is an actor in a supporting role. One of the characters got nominated, um, and he was, I think like, I think he might be like the first deaf actor to be nominated for. Um, That's so cool. Yeah, like it was just—it was very well made. It was like fairly wholesome, I would say. Like you watched it, and it was like it—it it, it had a good ending.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't get bored. Like mm-hmm. I don't—I don't, I don't can't confirm what the run time is. Let me look it up. But it didn't feel An like it crawled. Ah, oh, the sweet spot. Yeah. And so it was like it was—it was very well done. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah.
0: What was your favorite, Maddie?
1: Um, I'd agree with you. Coda was my favorite. I really enjoyed Don't Look Up. Like, I think Don't Look Up was right behind Coda for me. But I think something about the comedy that tied really well with the drama in Coda that just made this stand out. And here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you compare these two movies, you compared, like, my top two, which would be Don't Look Up and Coda, and you— It's like comparing apples and oranges because— don't Look Up has a huge, very famous cast. Coda has, you know, well, a well-known actor and then a lot of newbies. Mm-hmm. Don't Look Up has a huge budget for, like, these, like, big pieces of machinery and yeah. literally NASA-type rockets. And Coda is, like, you know, filmed in the, like, middle of nowhere, like, off the sea somewhere. Like, it's, like, very different vibes
0: Very different.
1: Very, very different vibes. But the thing that Coda did for me that Don't Look Up didn't is I couldn't get up from my seat. Yeah. I wanted to pay that close attention to it.
0: Don't Look Up was interesting to me because it's like there are some huge names and it's like the cast of this is unmatched. Like you've got Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, uh... It's just, like, Michael Shea's in it. It's it's big. And so then it's also, like, a a Netflix, um, like, original. So, like, it was never in the theater. And so it was just, like, I also thought the concept was interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are, like, these scientists who discover that a meteor is about to hit Earth. Meryl Streep plays the president. But it's also, like... When you really pay attention, they are, like, symbolizing things that are going on in the world, which I think is interesting. Like, the main character—not the main character, but the guy who plays the, like, tech guy has very much Elon Musk vibes, very much combined with, like, Bill Gates. It's, like, all of the, like, tech moguls, and his perspective is interesting, so it's, like, it almost felt more of a political statement to me than anything. But it was, like—it was well done. I personally was, like— was not my cup of tea but that doesn't mean it's a bad movie
1: yeah i think i have more to say about coda in a second but if we're ready to move on to don't look up like i really appreciated all of the parallels to present day i think it's in some ways challenging to get a movie out fast enough that still like the things that is are relevant in it are relevant and so yeah. like i appreciated that i also like appreciated like it has a dystopian ending and so it does like i don't really want to give a spoiler like i don't want to spoil movies for anyone but i appreciated the like this isn't a picturesque ending here and yeah. i think it represented a world that we truly live in yeah And I agree. almost painted like an I idealistic way of the world ending yeah um and so i really appreciated that but it also, when you look at the scoring on Rotten Tomato, like the critic gave this a fifty six percent, while the audience gave it a seventy eight percent. And anytime I think the audience scores higher than the critic, I think it's set... like that should be a clue of like okay, I need to watch this movie. Yeah. Um. And so I'd encourage everyone to watch it. I think there are aspects of it that it's it's long. There is a lot of back and forth with it. I think the ca- characters Leonardo DiCaprio and, um.
0: Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer
1: Lawrence. I think, like, the characters that they play, they're almost hard to like. Like, you don't fall in love with them. And it's because they're playing these, like, two characters that are, especially Leonardo, DiCapri- Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, the character he plays is really smart and, like, has yeah. this really high level of intelligence. And I think people, like, even that in self, it's like people like that in real life can be really hard to love because they lack empathy, they lack yeah. confidence, they lack emotional awareness like and so it's not a movie that like you fall in love with the leading character either and it's like you want them to win but also like you see their struggle and i just really think that the acting was really well done like again leonardo dicaprio did a really good job jennifer lawrence did a really good job i think that the jobs that they did could have been done by other actors or actresses yeah however I wouldn't recast it agreed I thought the way Leonardo DiCaprio's like how he's aged fit really well for this and mm-hmm. how they ended up styling him worked really well for this I didn't fully understand like Jennifer Lawrence's like what she was representing and yeah. like her style and look but like I don't know and, and if you like boil it down to the very beginning of the plot and them basically having to convince this NASA the United States government that like our world is going to end like I think we can all on a very small level relate to like having to convince someone that like they need to believe something or believe in us and so I do think that there's even like that story of relatability there in a in a stretched way yeah for sure so I think it was really, really, really well done. And then, like, Coda, I was going to... I always... I just, like, love Rotten Tomatoes scoring.
0: It's fascinating.
1: It's really fascinating. And looking at Coda, Coda, like, you guys, like, this movie, I don't think anyone could not like it. Like, the story, her teenage struggle, the parents' relationship with one another, her feeling like the black sheep of the family, like, there are so many themes in this movie that are relatable no matter who you are. And and their scores represent that. Like the critic score is a ninety six percent. You very, very, very rarely see a critic score that mm-hmm. high. Yeah. And then for the audience score to be a ninety three percent right behind it, like, come on guys. Like if you haven't seen this movie, like make time to see it.
0: Yeah. It's on so that one's on Apple Plus. hmm Which is interesting. Yeah. I would say like the other ones I've seen on this list, like, I liked King Richard. I thought Will Smith did a great job. Um, I mm-hmm. thought the story was interesting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was my favorite, but I think, like, I really appreciated things about it. And I thought it was well done.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think he's nominated for actor for this one, which I think is well-deserved
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, as far as doing that. Uh, and then, what side story? We've kind of already talked wait, about...
1: Wait. I'm not done talking about King Richard. So I'm sorry. Like, I want to put my, like... Opinion here. Go I for thought it. that this movie was really well done. There was multiple aspects of like Venus and Serena Williams' story that I didn't know about at all, and I yeah. like I felt like it did a really. I hope that it was true. Like I yeah. think I I know it's based off of their true story, but like how much of it was?
0: I would like to know beefed up their opinion on the film.
1: Yeah. Oh, that would be so interesting. To like get I want. Opinion. I would
0: love to know if they thought it was well done or not. Yes. Or if they left and were like, that wasn't true.
1: Yeah. Um, but I thought the girls that played them, Demi Singleton and, oh my gosh, Sonia, Sonia Sidney, did a really good job. They did a really like, good job. especially the girl that played Venus, like, I, I just thought that she did a really, yeah. really, really good job. Um, and like, Will Smith, I mean, I don't feel like anybody needs to toot his horn. We all know that he's a great actor. Yeah. But he did a great job. And he, I think when you have an actor like Will Smith, it's really easy to be like, oh, Will Smith, like when Will Smith was in this movie. And like try to put the character that he played in another movie in what he's currently playing. And I think the costuming was done really yeah. well. You
0: couldn't the, do that in this.
1: The scenery was done really well. That like, I, it didn't, I wasn't watching this being like, that's Will Smith. I was watching this thinking that's Richard Williams, which I think is yeah. why this movie is not. did a great job.
0: Yeah. So, just touching on where you can watch them. So, Belfast, which we have not seen, is, I think, currently only in theaters. They okay. did bring it back. So, Interesting. Goes, well, I, I think because it got nominated. I think we, when you get closer, they brought it back. Kodo uh, we said, was on Apple Plus. Don't Look Up is a Netflix film. Drive My Car. <laughs> I had to watch the trailer for this one because I had no idea what it was about. It is a Japanese film it looks really good it's in japanese with english subtitles it looks really good um i don't think it's able to stream anywhere but i did read it will be on hbo starting i think march 2nd
1: yeah but don't get too excited because guess how long it is
0: please tell me it's it's like three hours isn't it
1: it's two hours and 59 minutes
0: Wow, that is terrible. It's like
1: Parasite level long.
0: And I'm going to have to pay attention because it's not in English. Oh, no. how unfortunate. But,
1: okay, but the storyline seems really interesting. And kind of in the same vein of Parasite. It very much gives me Parasite vibes. Yeah. Which, like, I'm, it's not just because it's Asian. Isn't but,
0: like, it like she's a chauffeur? Like something chauffeur happens, chauffeur. she's a chauffeur, she befriends somebody. It's,
1: definitely plays in, like, the wealth dynamics, socioeconomic yeah. status. I'd be curious to
0: watch it. It's definitely going to be a commitment, but... Yeah. Uh, Dune is on HBO same with King Richard or they were I don't know if they saw or have not looked uh, Licorice Pizza I think was in theaters Nightmare Alley which we were both really, really excited about and we never really got to see while it was mm-hmm. in theaters And but it is now on Hulu mm-hmm. which I'm very excited about because we can still watch it and then The Power of the Dog which we have like not touched at all um, that's on Netflix Yeah. it stars Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> I'm gonna be really honest the trailer makes it look very boring but it apparently has some good qualities about it because it's nominated. It's
1: for 12 times.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's really a top contender, uh, so I feel like I should watch it. It, I don't even really know the storyline, I'm going to be really says, honest.
1: The, like, IMDb synopsis says, Charismatic rancher Phil Burbank, which is played by our friend Benedict, <laughs> <laughs> inspires fear and awe in those around him. When his brother brings home a new wife and her son... Phil torments them until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. Hmm. I needed to rewatch this trailer before we talked about it, and then yeah, get to it, I. But.
0: But it's on Netflix, so I'll probably watch that. And the West Side Story was we saw that in the theater, so I don't know streaming wise, yeah. but.
1: You know, going back to the Power of the Dog, I have a hot take. What? You want to know? Always. I have never liked a single thing Benedict Cumberbatch has done. Even Doctor Strange couldn't care less interesting i just he's like i feel like he has a kind of a cult following yeah and i refuse to bleed into the cult following i liked him in sherlock let's remember that i just talked about how much i love jurassic park which also has a cult following this is true so i understand how um much of a dichotomy that is but um it's interesting I mean, I think
0: I respect him as an actor. He did The Imitation Game, which I haven't actually seen, but I heard great things. Yeah. Uh. So and then, I liked him as Doctor Strange. I thought he did a good job. Yeah. But anyway, so those are That's our what's... thoughts on Oscar nominations, Best Picture.
1: I think it'll be a good Oscars this year. I think, I think so. people will be excited to go.
0: I'm sure as we get closer, we'll kind of give you our predictions on what yeah. we think is going to win, yeah. and as we see these, we'll keep you updated.
1: And after the Oscars, Lauren, can we do like some sort of like Best Outfit Award too? Of course, okay, great.
0: That has to be part of the recap.
1: Maybe we can live stream our reaction on that. Could be fun. Let's do it, okay? So, anyways, uh, the last thing we just want to talk about was
0: some that either didn't make the list that were our favorites from 2021 or that we thought were like underrated. So, I had two on here, like honorable mentions. Yeah, um, I had two. I will say, both of these did get nominated for something. Um, my first one was Cruella, which got nominated for costuming and also makeup and hair design, which I think is well-earned. Uh, it had Emma Stone. I just really enjoyed it. This was probably one of the first movies I would saw back in the theater, mm-hmm. um, and it was just a great experience. I thought it was – I really enjoyed the story of, like, the backstory of Cruella because oh, yeah. you, like, watch 101 Dalmatians, and you're like, she's terrible, but it, like, yeah. dives into why she is the way that she is. I would
1: put – my name next to Corella too is like one of my favorite movies of the year. And it's Emma Stone, right? Mm Mhm. Yeah, I love her. She did an excellent job. Excellent.
0: Yeah, I definitely think when I saw this was something that she's done that isn't great.
1: Like she's just good. You're right.
0: I do like Emma Stone. She's great. And then my second one was Spider Man No Way Home. Which if you had told me that would be one of my like (laughs) things I would mention, I would I am not a huge Spider Man fan. This movie was very well done. I don't remember if we've talked about it or not.
1: Not really. We talked about, like, again, spoiler, small spoiler alert. I can't pass this up without saying this. So if you need to skip through, skip ahead two minutes because you haven't seen it, then skip ahead two minutes. But, like, the ending is, like, what makes this movie great. It's all three Spider-Man's, man's, man's, men, man's, men men being on screen together. Oh, it was
0: chef's kiss i was like oh they're all here i also so i went to go see this in a theater by myself which i'd never seen a movie by myself before (laughs) it was delightful would recommend i had a whole row to myself Mm -hmm. it's like a sunday afternoon
1: no annoying podcast co-host trying to talk to you the whole time
0: this is true although i do believe i texted you at one point i was like
1: oh look it's toby mcguire and i was like (laughs) oh look it's andrew garfield they're all here i know you texted me before that too and you were like wait this is pretty good and i was like oh just wait
0: yeah it was just (laughs) it was the casted well is very well done. And that one did actually get nominated for visual effects.
1: Yeah. But yeah. so those are mine. So I would agree, I think Corella was good enough to like almost be nominated. I think it's a contender and like plays well with the list of movies that we went yeah. through. I don't know if Spider Man is quite there yet. And the three that I'm gonna mention, I don't think that they are Oscar nominated worthy, but they are movies that at the end of the year I was like, I'm so glad I saw that and I would watch them again. And I say that about very few movies. Yeah. Um, the first two are sequels, which I, that's why they made this list. Like, how many times is a sequel either better or just as good as the first one? And so the first movie, like, don't cancel me, okay? It's Suicide Su- Su- Squad 2. Now, the first Suicide Squad movie was great. Suicide squad. Su- Su- squad. Suicide Squad. squad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call it Suicide
0: Squad from now on.
1: Yeah, the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, the first one was great. Um, like, I just think that it was really well done. The casting is brilliant. The costuming, the visual effects in these movies. I, I love something about a bad boy squad, so like, it just like... It's like all the DC villains, right? Yeah, it's just like, uh, just well done. Um, I thought I had it pulled up here, but um, what's her name? Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie. who plays Harley Quinn. I'm a big fan of hers.
0: Oh, she does. She's done some great things.
1: Yeah. Um, Viola Davis is in this movie. <sighs> like I love her. It's just like there's good actors. It's a good storyline. Just watch it. Like honestly, just spend spend an afternoon and enjoy. The next one. It's another sequel, and it's a horror movie for all my horror movie friends out there. We won't talk about it for a long time, because I know there's not a lot of you. <laughs> but it's Don't Breathe 2. Now, the reason this makes Never a list is because very rarely is a horror movie's... No, excuse me. Very rarely is a horror sequel better than the first one, and I think that this... this, The second one was even better than the first one. Um, so, which basically, it's like following like a deadly home invasion where this guy whose name is norman lives i'm sorry
0: norman nordstrom
1: okay why are you hating on
0: it because it's a terrible name he
1: basically lives in quiet solace and his like past life comes for him but like the the villain in this is deaf and blind and so it's just like very fascinating
0: that is interesting
1: And then the last movie that I don't think anyone really talked about, or I, like, don't remember anyone talking about, and I don't know if it ever made Netflix top ten, but it was a standout for me. It's called Seven Prisoners. I don't Um, know if I've
0: actually heard of this one.
1: It's about sex trafficking. Um, And, like, I think, to me, it's almost had, like, a documentary-type vibe, but it wasn't a documentary. Yeah. but it's basically about this kid who accept, accepts a job um and his like boss basically like coerces him into like helping him do human trafficking interesting which like
0: sounds very dark
1: human trafficking in itself in in of itself i think is a topic that is like very interesting to me and i feel like we as a humanity could do a better job in like preventing yeah. and advocating to like stop um, so anyways the storyline is really good The there's not like any big name actors in it that I'm aware of um, which again I think anytime a movie doesn't have massive names in it and I, it catches my attention and it's a good storyline it's notable so those, those are my three that I think that people should spend time watching
0: yeah well I'll have to check some of those out because I would heard of them. But that's kind of our topic. That's our conversation on Oscars yeah. favorites of 2021. Looking forward to what's coming out in 2022. And Me too.
1: Yeah. There's some good stuff. Good
0: stuff coming. Good stuff coming. So, yeah. Well, anyways, as always, review. Again, drop a review. Follow us on Instagram. Let us know your thoughts on the movies. Yeah. If you've seen some of these movies, we'd love to know your opinions on all the things. But, yeah, so we hope that these conversations are fun. They're fun for us. We want to make sure that uh, it feels like you're in the back seat with us or you're sitting in the closet where you really wouldn't fit because it's pretty (laughs) cramped. But, yeah, so we really enjoy it. We hope you're enjoying it. Continue to subscribe to the pod, and we are looking forward to our conversations for next week. And as we, our slogan goes, who needs needs a movie critic (laughs) anyway? Is it movie critic? Who needs a movie
1: critic anyways?
0: I think we should just be critic.
1: You ready? Who Who needs needs a a critic critic anyways? anyways? (laughs)
0: Bye, guys. (laughs)